Expanded Universe, Season 15, Episode 5, Sneaky Preve. The book, Supernatural Witches Canyon by Jeff Marriott. The year, 2006 or something. Chapters 16 through 19, with your hosts, Jeff and John. Here we go! Wait, that's not right. Let's go! everybody welcome back to expounded universe the uh supernatural fan novel official uh expanded novel podcast i'm jeff podcast podcast you get on down there podcast i guarantee (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's our new new orleans style podcast (laughs) yeah we got a a good mix of spices in there Mm -hmm. it's down home cooking we worked in so much zydeco we went to Popeye's, we got their podcast and biscuits. How mad are people from New Orleans right now where they were like, yeah, we did New Orleans-style podcasting. We went to Popeye's Chicken. I mean, the same people who were like, I got some great Mexican food. I went to Taco Bell. <laughs> Even At least at, at Taco Bell doesn't say they're Mexican. They say they're Mexican-inspired recipes. <laughs> I'm inspired by Mexico to make a chunky chicken chalupa. <laughs> Nothing inspires me like the the proud people of Mexico to take a a, a breaded fried chicken fillet and bend it into a taco shell. <laughs> we tried this with a waffle. Now let's do it with chicken. <laughs> we'll call it the naked taco as the Mexicans would had they the means. If only they had English, God's language. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, but I, I do believe that Popeyes actually says they're like the New Orleans chicken restaurant or whatever. Yeah. So, so you're probably, I mean, they're not. I've no. never been to New Orleans, but Lord knows I would love You've to go. You've never been to New Orleans? I've, oh, I've we never should been fucking anywhere. Go. Oh, man. <laughs> we should go. You dig it the most, baby. I know I would. It's it's my kind of town. It absolutely is. Yeah. You, it's food and music, and that's all I give a shit it's about. food and music? Some titties, maybe? I mean, that's only if I go at that one particular time of year. And you know me, I celebrate the 4th of July on the 5th to avoid crowds. <laughs> I'm not going to I'm not gonna just wander around New Orleans being like, yeah, I know it's not Fat Tuesday, but I got these beads. Anybody? Uh, any, any takers? I mean, you never know. <laughs> you just walk down the street and be like, hey, I know it's like the middle of September. It's fine. Anybody want these beads? <laughs> so many people would be like, yeah, I do want those beads, but I don't want to exchange for them. Mm. I'll be like, ah, well, I'm so nice. Well, here's a bead. <laughs> Let me pop one off the necklace for you. That's that's a freebie. If you want the rest, it costs. <laughs> but yeah, no, I I think I would have. A, I've just haven't been. There. I haven't been anywhere interesting, really. Yeah, that's a shame. Lazy, crappy person. I know. Yeah. Anyway, uh, on today's episode, <laughs> uh. You're going to get a sneaky pre. Uh, okay, I guess we got to explain that, because it's got nothing to do with the fucking book. No, it doesn't. Of course not. <laughs> we were, before the beginning of the episode, we were running down um, the people that, in the new Black Widow movie, that Taskmaster visibly copies. Yes, all the of mo- the fighting styles. Yeah, because the movie does a smart thing, and not it doesn't copy Marvel Capcom 3 and have, have Taskmaster say- Just like Cap. <laughs> Sword of the Black Knight! <laughs> Sort of the Black Knight, maybe, <laughs> kind of a little bit. Honestly, you never hear you never hear Taskmaster say that one in the game because it's only it only happens if you do like a level three reacting super. Oh. You never see it, but I think he goes, "I've got you now, Sword of the Black Knight." You're like, okay, that's a little much, and just oh, wait, aim of Hawkeye. <laughs> that's the spammable projectile. So he says it all the fucking time. Yeah, but in the movie, thankfully, and I assume because they had to preserve the twist. Yeah, um, we won't let you know what the twist is. Yeah. Is it is it late enough to spoil Black Widow, do you think? Nah. Okay. Well, the twist is that they can't talk for reasons that have to do with why I'm not with why I'm not gendering them. Huh? <laughs> but it is kind of fun to watch all the fighting styles and be like, oh, that's clearly Cap's well, Cap's obvious and Hawkeye's obvious. But there's some uh some Bucky stuff in there mm-hmm. for the way that uh the knife do, fighting like, knife stuff. Yep. They do Bucky's knife stuff. They do uh, Panther's claws. <laughs> they do Panther's hand stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so 
Spider-Man's two-foot jump kick, which I thought was hilarious. Yeah. Spider-Man's foot stuff, mm-hmm. Panther's hand stuff. <laughs> Tony's mouth stuff, that's weird. <laughs> what, none? I assume that Tony functions on the same rules as like DJ Khaled. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> I'm too important for this. Pepper, get in here. I need you to service this woman. <laughs> I am this woman. <laughs> All right, well, you know, bend real good then. Have at. <laughs> I, I just would like to see that happen in a movie where, where Tony is having one of his random dalliances and he's like, Pepper, get in here and surface. She's like, you know, I already didn't like you doing this in the first place. <laughs> yeah, but I also know you'll do it anyway because I'm the worst. <laughs> and because you want us to appear professional and professional people go down, right, Pepper? So come on. Chop, chop. Uh, <laughs> get in there. Find that little man in the boat professionally and thoroughly. <laughs> Very businesslike. <laughs> anyway, anyway, I don't know where it was. Anyway, uh, I, I Black was Knight. Black Knight. I was saying that there, that uh, Taskmaster uses a sword in the movie, which doesn't really currently match up to almost anyone that sh- that they possibly could have met in Marvel. The yeah. sword people are what Gamora and Ronan a few years later after this. Yes. <laughs> so I say it's a it's a sneaky preve of Black Knight, who's going to be in the Eternals movie. Yeah, I don't. I think they just wanted to a give sword. him a sword. Just, just put a sword in there because Taskmaster usually has a sword. Yeah, yeah. But normally task- you have Taskmaster with sword and shield, yeah. so you kind of have to. But the reason that Taskmaster usually has a sword is, you know, because it's cool. Because of the Black Knight. Because all of those sword guys. <laughs> the Black Knight. Eh. It's not like he's he's copying Swordsman or whoever hates Hawkeye right now. I don't Swordsman. That's one of the guys who hates Hawkeye. That's a Hawkeye villain from his stupid circus. (laughs) From his dumb circus days. Dumb, stupid, ugly, crap circus he was a part of. Back when he was a villain? Yes, when he was a a temporary erstwhile villain. Mm. Mm -hmm. And then he got away from the evil circus. And and then occasionally now he, like, fights an evil circus. And you're like, this is dumb. (laughs) Sometimes the evil circus is in town. Why does he get his own stories? This sucks. If it's not the Hawkeye stuff, I don't want to read about it. I, this is, God, we, we've Off been the rails. Oh no, super not about this book. Oh no, these four boring chapters. I gotta tell you, I really like Hawkeye when <laughs> they make him bullseye. <laughs> oh, have they, they've done the power where he just has ultra, like, uh, yeah. aim. I think, I know they've done it a bit in normal continuity and i know in the ultimate universe that was basically his thing like a bunch of armed people attacked him and he was like you attacked me in my kitchen you're fucking done right and i've seen you know they do it all the time i mean even in the mcu they have jokes about that where he's like i took up golf and i went 18 rounds and shot 18 yeah so we know that he's got that that super accuracy even there yeah so yeah i I like that too i mean i i I have read the only Hawkeye shit I've read that that's Hawkeye forward is the Remender uh, Hawkeye stuff, mm-hmm. which is really interesting. But I don't even know if it's Hawkeye that's interesting in it so much as it's the the art style and the layout structure and all that that made that really fun to read. See again, I think stuff like that and a few of the good ultimate ones is I like Hawkeye when he's just walking around as a dude mm-hmm. and then has to get into scrapes. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Uh, he's perfect in that vein of a hero who gets beat up because he's just some dude. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as you put him in a little purple outfit and he starts running around with the Avengers, I'm like, ah, you're boring. Yeah. But when he's like, I'm in a t-shirt and jeans and then shit went down. You're like, this is great. Also, every time he yells aim of Hawkeye, you're like, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we know. <laughs> Just like Taskmaster. <laughs> Do you think that would bother Taskmaster if you did that around him? Aim of Taskmaster. <laughs> Just like me, says Cap. <laughs> Taskmaster's like, come on, man. Uh, my sword. <laughs> sword of the this guy. Sword of Dane Whitman. Oh, shit. Was my identity secret? I actually don't know. Ooh, nobody cares. <laughs> I genuinely don't know if Dave Whitman has a, Man, has a secret identity. <laughs> Who gives a fuck about the Black Knight? I was I was reading some stuff on the Marvel Unlimited, and Black Knight randomly showed up in it, and I was like, "What the fuck are you doing here?" <laughs> I mean, he was a, a like a core Avenger for like twelve years. I know. It's funny how that era of Avengers is just. And by the yeah, we will eventually talk about uh, Supernatural. Um, <laughs> but it's it's amusing <laughs> to me how that one era of Avengers is just gone. 
no one's ever like, hey, remember that time when the Avengers was like Dr. Druid and Black Knight and uh, fucking Crystal? It's just all of the D-listers. They randomly had Beast on the team mm-hmm. instead of the X-Men having him. There was like uh, a Tigra or something was on that. It was just like, you know, who who cares? Everyone got their own books and left. Yeah, everyone else was like, oh, I've got stories to do. I guess the Avengers is just whoever isn't good enough to prop up their own book now. I mean, that was the first story of the Avengers, yes, was like, oh, all of our, no one gives a shit about Iron Man and the Incredible Hulk and Thor. Let's just put them together and dump them in a corner. Oh, it worked. Oh. Shame it didn't work a second round where they made Black Knight famous forever while he was riding around in his dumb Volkswagen-looking robot horse. Looks like it comes out of like a princess, uh, a Rainbow Bright cartoon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, up, up yours, Black Knight. Yeah, that's right, Black Knight. Yeah, yeah. Finally, that guy's getting called out. <laughs> I'm glad come, someone finally said come it. Come and get it. <laughs> also, casting Kit Harrington. Come on, that's just Jon Snow, but in the MCU. Why did you do that? Think outside the box. And while we're at it, Mads Mikkelsen would make a terrible Doctor Doom. Ah, it's true. <laughs> it really would. He only has that one accent. He's a flat mumble. I mean, I like him. He's a good actor. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying he's a bad actor. He just actor. sucks at acting. No, he's awesome, but he's a mumble mouth dude who's really slow and deliberate, and it, you, you need to see his fucking lips to know what he's talking about, and if he's got that mask on, he can't. The right cast for Dr. Doom? Rami Malek. I'm putting it, right, putting it out there right now. It's the correct casting, and I heard it from my, my brother gave me the idea, and he was absolutely right. Rami Malek. Dr. Doom. Great. Okay. What about you? Who Great. would you put in Dr. Doom's suit? It, who would you put in the Doom mask? In the Doom suit. Uh, I mean, you want someone bombastic, because you want someone that can make proclamations. Oh, absolutely. Is the big thing. You want someone who can go, Richards! And Yeah, you need someone who can really sell, like, what is this to Doom? Which is why you want yourself in the role, obviously. Obviously. Yeah. I want me in a big, <laughs> fat Doom suit. Well, obviously, you're going to go work for Marvel. They're going to... Oh, yeah, they're going to give me a personal trainer, and yeah. a year later, I'm going to be ripped and my abs will be all weird and creepy and <laughs> asymmetrical yeah they'll be like i look so good guys water <laughs> i'll kill you if you offer me another chicken breast <laughs> rice you can have five grains <laughs> it's very brown <sighs> <sighs> all right so the uh, the uh, ch- the chapters are okay can we do you want to do them or do it fine let's get into the book it's not too late. We can also cover the X-Men. It's not too late. We could cover everything in Marvel. I'd like to hear your fan cast for Forge. <laughs> My fan cast for Forge. I don't know that I have a fan cast for Forge. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't know either. It's a tough one. Rami Malek? <laughs> just the whole MCU now? <laughs> yeah, I mean, we could just do like uh, Orphan Black kind of thing and just have one or two ca- people play every character. Yeah, that'll be fine. You could even have one of them be the the woman from Orphan Black. That'd be fine. She's already in there. She's like She-Hulk or something. No. No, they, they confirmed it eventually. She is, they, they, at first she was like, no, I'm not. And then it turned out that was like, because they were still in negotiations. That was a lie. And no, no, she, cur- she is currently She-Hulk. It is, it is official. It has happened. And, and, Tatiana something or another? Yeah, Tatiana Maslany. Ah. Uh, and with Jamila Jamil is one of the villains. I know. Yeah, I'm excited as about that. Titania, I think? But it's not confirmed yet, but everyone says Titania, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm into it. Yeah. That's perfect. That's great shit. Good. Great. I can't shit. I hope they really do duke it out. All right. I hope so. they don't. <laughs> I hope it's all procedural. No <laughs> well, fights. we've seen Jamila Jamil in fight training. That's like the way that the, she announced that she was in the thing. Was like Yeah, I hope the... that just comes up as a video <laughs> evidence thing. <laughs> <She> just <laughs> I'd like to uh, bring in evidence A Here and she... it's just a video of, of fighting. Her fight training. It's the video she posted to Instagram. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That seems to be the way that people announce the roles nowadays as they post the the fight training. Like, Oscar Isaac did that for Moon Knight. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, the chapter opens with, uh, I think it's Dean incredulously saying, I, an Indian? I don't think an Indian. An is, engine? Is, this gets worse and worse. <laughs> How is that worse? No, no, wait. Camera two push in on him. <laughs> uh, yeah. So now, I mean, the big thing for them is they're like, okay, we've got. Too many things that we could be looking for. Yes. And so now they're like, oh, well, maybe it's some kind of Native American shape-shifting animal shaman something. Well, or now another. you're just being racist. Well, well no, it's it's old man Indian bear. You know, like from the stories or whatever. You know, the Chippewa bear walkers or the Navajo Yee Naldalushi. And 
the Hopi Yaya ceremony. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They have a, they, they, that certainly is a lot of divine secrets they have. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, skinwalkers, animal spirits, they're so commonplace. It kind of makes me sad that obviously that's Sam saying that because he's rattling off college shit. Apparently he went to college specifically to study hunter stuff. I mean, I assume it's just he knows it because what what is he, what was his college major that he gave up on anyway? Uh, law. He was going to be a lawyer. Oh, okay. So obviously, as part of his law training, he was like, "Well, I need to learn all of the ancient Native American mythologies." Well, I assume he already knew that. <laughs> oh, okay. Because Dean's like, "Oh, I just the only thing I study is how to murder things and notably, how to find things." The, the reason I was bringing it up at all is because we did not get a "All right, all right, college boy" response. Instead, Dean was prepared to be like sarcastic about something else instead. No, he's just like, oh, man, I hate shapeshifters. <laughs> yeah. Shapeshifters are the worst. Like, <laughs> yeah. The points to you, bro. They are pretty bad. I don't like them either. Yeah. I mean. That said, if I had to choose a superpower, that would be my number one choice. Ooh. It might be number two. Mm, what would be your number one superhero cho- or superpower choice? Oh, it would be Professor X power. Oh, just, just, just blanket ultra mind control? Up- Ultra mind powers. Okay. I feel like Professor X is one of those characters where they've legacied his power into one power, but if you were to try and build him in any role-playing game, he'd have like nine. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, he's... Pick one. He's got telepathy and mind control and... Ultra defenses and... uh, He's got... Based on the MCU, we know he can... Or not MCU, the X-Men cinematic universe. We know he can freeze people literally in place. Oh, yeah. Well, that's just controlling their minds. That's really weird mind control where you're like, hold still and don't visibly move. Like, literally stop breathing while we have this conversation. And then you'll be fine later, okay? That's mind control. Oh, yeah. (laughs) But okay, just mind power. Oh, yeah. Okay. And it would mostly just be mind control, and I'd just go around and stop wars and shit. It's pretty great, yeah. Like, on on a practical basis, if I could just get mind control so I could... I should be like, hey, Jeff Bezos, you yeah. know what you don't want anymore? Money. <laughs> Fuck you, you asshole. Hey, Matt Gates, get out in front of a microphone and actually say whether or not you give a shit about Britney Spears' conservatorship. <laughs> no, I don't. I just want to be on the TV. Okay, thank you. That was good of you to admit that. Yeah, no, that's that's the thing. Is It's very problematic, is the whole mind control thing. Of like, oh, you're taking away people's free will. And I'm like, eh. Yeah, people don't really deserve it. Only for a second and only to make sure things are okay. Have you seen what people do with that shit? Yeah. You know the only person who gets free will? The guy in charge. <laughs> That's me in this scenario. That's fine. I'll just take my shape-shifting so I can... Shapeshift. Concoct elaborate schemes. Oh, I know. That's all I... I'll... I know. You'll just have schemes. <laughs> I don't need schemes with mind control. I can just be like, hey, that's can why you give I me a dollar? P- that's why I wouldn't pick it, to be honest with you, because it would make my schemes too easy. All my schemes would be like, I'll just mind control that guy into opening the vaults and giving me the money. Yeah, oh. If anybody asked me to stop, I'll be like, don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I want so- I want a power that gives me enough power to do cool schemes, but also enough not power but that... that you have to actually do it. I gotta actually do stuff. Yeah, so, so it's perfect. As long as I'm... Uh, all my my uh, fantasy scenarios are heist based, and this doesn't change a thing. <laughs> uh, Even my sex dreams are all heist based. <laughs> I gotta break into that vault. There's ladies in there and oh, dudes. I thought you were gonna be like, I gotta break into that vagina. <laughs> I'm gonna need eleven people. <laughs> no, nah, that would be pretty um, coercive. <laughs> Uh, well, we made it 10 words in. You want to talk about Marvel some more? <laughs> oh, good Lord. Okay, yes. So the point is with this that they've basically decided, okay, we've got a bunch of different stuff to deal with. Mm-hmm. Maybe we're dealing with Native American shapeshifters? Yeah, yeah something like that. Some it could kind be. of shaman? Maybe there's an angry spirit or something, but it's maybe Native American. After all, someone spotted one. But if they are, it's probably that they are causing spirits of all type. To sh- I mean, even if they were dealing with Native American spirit, they already met the, the veteran of the Indian Wars. Oh, yeah. They've was- already seen a cavalry man. So we already know, and a bear... So we already know it can't just be some one one native dude. It's got to he, he's do if it is he's using some wacky powers. Also, he's really long lived. Yeah. Well, that's shapeshifters for you. Mm-hmm. That's your problem with shapeshift. I think it's just a gin. Having read my uh, d- done my bonus. I mean, having now, read two things two, off of the wiki. Yeah, it's probably a gin. <laughs> and if it's not a gin, it's the African dream root. <laughs> uh Anyway, they're gonna. St- He's grumpy because they have to start from scratch again. Oh, yeah. But at this point, 
they're like, all right, well, we got to figure out something. Yeah. Now, they're the reason they're talking about Indians at all is that they are, uh, as a recap, they are driving back from Fat Doctor's house. Yeah. Um, Dr. Cannoli. Cannoli. It's actually Punoli, but yeah. Uh, but I like calling him Dr. Cannoli because it's delicious. Him, I'm just calling him Fat Doctor because that's all the book wanted to do. The book was like, yeah, this dude's stomach came in the room, and then he came in the room. This dude was looking around. All his chairs would break if he sat down on them. <laughs> when he sits around the house, he really sits like, around the like, house. I was like, okay, book, I get it. Jesus, what are you Don Ricklesing this guy for? <laughs> Let him live he his life. He heard that it was chilly outside, and he got a bowl. <laughs> he stepped outside in high heels and struck oil. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He sat on the rainbow and made Skittles. His blood type is ragu. <laughs> What I'm saying is, this guy fat. <laughs> also, his teeth so yellow, he spit butter. His teeth so yellow, when he opens his mouth, traffic slows down. It's, uh... <laughs> <sighs> the book was mean to this guy, and now it's got us doing it. <laughs> well, yeah, on their way back, they're like, so this guy saw an, an Indian shoot a person, and they're talking about how his story doesn't line up, because he has all these parts in the story where he's like, well, it was a long time ago, I don't remember. But I did remember exactly what music I liked and exactly what books I was reading. Oh, yeah. And Sam's like, I already knew about the Indian thing because he literally didn't tell us anything that I hadn't already seen in a newspaper. I just wanted to go there to see if he would actually say anything else. So I know he's hiding something. There's something about it because he's like, if you can remember every other little detail and you don't know what happened to the Indian after he shot someone with an arrow? Mm -hmm. That's weird. He's You'd think he would say if, like, the dude vanished or turned into a bird or ran away. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or he just cried because there was some litter nearby. Although that would reveal him to be an Italian man. <laughs> that would reveal him <laughs> to be Italiano. <laughs> uh, anyway, they get back to their hotel room. Uh, we get a description of how the hotel room, even though it's an old hotel, uses key cards instead of keys. Yes, indeed. Got to gotta fit in these little details. Little details uh, make the whole thing. Mm -hmm, they get, you got to know. And also, they got to have something to say between rounds of, of Sam went to college. Dean did not go to college. Dean worked with his dad. His dad was a hard man. Sam went to college. <laughs> Uh, we don't really get a lot of that in these chapters, Not, I'll say that. These two chapters are a little less. There's still some of it there. About There's a whole big section about um, how Dean is the one who's, or Sam is the one who gets visibly angrier than Dean, even though Dean shows every other emotion more strongly, but not no, anger. that's the other way around. Oh, I'm sorry, strike it and reverse it. Yeah. I, I, you, you know I'm not going to remember that. I had to point to the two characters on the cover of the book during reading it and be like, which one's college boy? The one who looks like he shouldn't be college boy? Right? Okay, good. Which one's Sammy? Which one's Deanie? Deanster and Sambo. Ooh, don't do that. <laughs> oh, Sambo. Oh, I'm sorry. I meant to say uh, Samba, the dance style. There you go. Okay. That's, is that better? Sure. Okay. Uh... Samwise. <laughs> yes. All right. There we have it. But anyway, they get back to the hotel, and it is time for sleeps, No, it's not time for, for long. It's time for Dean to clean a gun for a long time, while going over how he learned gun cleaning from his dad, who wouldn't let him work, work with any crappy equipment. Yes, but I was going to skip over that, because it doesn't matter. <laughs> Lots of this book doesn't matter. We you got, don't matter. We gotta cover some of it, or else we're gonna spend here talking about the Avengers. Oh, well, let's get through this as quick as possible, so we can go back to talking about the Marvel Universe. <laughs> yeah, they go to sleep, but not for long. So, about... 2.11 in the morning, there's a, a little quiet knock on the door, and... It's a cop knock. <laughs> no, it's not a cop knock. Except they specifically say it's a cop knock. No, they specifically say not like a cop oh, would right. knock. Uh, the opposite of a cop knock. Yes, a cop would knock with force mm -hmm. and vigor. This is just a little timid knock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> cop would knock with vigor. Tootle vigorously. <laughs> Uh, but no, it's a timid knock. And so they go to see who it is. Or yes. Sam does. Sam gets up and yeah. Dean just gets the gun he was cleaning out and is like, I got your back, man. Yeah. I assume if you open the door and someone tries to murder you, I will shoot you in the back because I can't see through you. Yeah. Uh, can't see to the real you. <laughs> and and, <laughs> and uh, Sam opens the door and it's Heather, Fat Doctor's daughter. Yeah. Fat Doctor's hot daughter. Uh-huh. She's hot. So hot. Yeah, and Dean was like, ooh, that Heather, she's into you. Mm -hmm. She wants your hot body. I mean, he does. He's clearly the hotter of the two of them. 
Eh. Yeah, it's pretty clear, especially. Eh. And I'm trying to judge from the standards of like whenever this book movie, this show was like 2007 or something like that. He's the hot one for 2007. Nah, he's the hot model. Nah, yeah. You, you can disagree with me if you want, but but I'm looking at the both of them because the book the cover is just a, a a shot of the two of them in front of a truck. He's the hot one. Nah, I mean he looks like he's the hot one where like he's gonna get like um, way too many tattoos in a few years and then start dating like a young singer. And you'll be like, how did that, what, what does this keep happening? <laughs> uh, Young singers just love to date dudes who are like three minutes away from being strung out in a hotel. <laughs> love it. So that's their favorite. Uh, anyways. Yes. Heather, Heather shows up. Yeah. Heather's all like, uh, hi, my dad didn't tell you everything. So now I'm going to tell you everything. And Sam's like, cool, come in. I'm in my boxers. and Oh, I- no, I just realized I have shame. Oh, I should put pants on. <laughs> and uh, as he hurriedly puts some pants on, it's pretty clear that she doesn't give a shit. Oh, no. I mean, she's spending this entire time just kind of like furtively glancing around and not making eye contact. And- well, she doesn't want to be there. She snuck out of her dad's house to come do this. And the thing she, sn- she snuck out to do is betray her dad. Well, yeah, she's like very worried that this might get him in trouble or... Yeah. You know, maybe they won't believe her because she's about to say some real dumb shit. Yeah. Now, granted, the the story that she tells about her dad does not make him out to be a villain or anything like that. It just makes him out to be an idiot. Uh, it's still a little bit of betrayal, but basically she's like, here's the thing he didn't tell you. He didn't just live with a bunch of peace-loving hipnicks or whatever. He uh, Ah, those hipnicks. He, uh, <laughs> he uh, actually lived with just anybody who could live for cheap and liked easy sex from hippie girls. Yeah, there, so were, there were like there some were a shit few dudes. of those. I was like, of course there were. Hippie communes always have a couple of creepy shit dudes. That's how you get Charles Manson's. Yeah, you go to a commune and you get a bunch of people who's like, yay, I'm here to share and free love and peace. And then a couple of guys were like, I heard that there were women here. Yeah. They're like, and that it is yeah. cheap to live here. Did you hear that these people want like free love or whatever? I like that shit. I don't want it myself. Stay out of my fucking room. But obviously I'm here to score a bunch of times. You have some of those creeps. Yeah. It's um, just like Burning Man. He's exactly like Burning Man. Aim of Burning Man. <laughs> Watch, we're going to get Burning Man comments now. Yeah, fuck you. Burning Man sucks ass and you can eat a dick. <laughs> I don't care. Come at me. Ever since the time where someone showed me a uh, a magazine about Burning Man where the, where the cover story was a guy who had been wandering around Burning Man asking every woman he met if he could feel their breasts and he presented it as an art project he had done. And I was like, oh, fuck this place forever. And she's like, no, it really is an art project he was doing. And I was like... Man, that's why it works because of people <laughs> like you. Also, all of the rich tech assholes who show up there in a fucking RV don't get out of there. Oh, yeah. They, they build fences around themselves and just live on the outskirts and don't let anyone in. And they're like, great. I'm going to sit here in my air conditioned RV, not deal with you people until it's time for me to go out there and do some art. Yeah. By which I mean, do drugs, get drunk, have sex and then go back to my air conditioned RV. Right. Assholes. Fuck everyone. Right. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> to get back to the point, one of his one of his roommates was a shitty person who had a gun. So he went and got the gun and shot the Indian. Uh, yes. Now, the Indian had already shot uh, Jeanette or whatever. Her Basically, name- oh, he no, shoots Marsh. The, the Indian at the same time that uh, he shoots Marshmallow. Uh, Marshmallow. Yes. And uh, it, the, the Indian takes the bullet, falls over and then does that fade in and out thing yeah he basically seems like he dies from getting shot and then does the ghost flicker and stands back up and then disappears at this point he either walks away or vanishes and he and the doctor really doesn't remember what happened yeah at that uh but he got super scared because he was like oh shit i shot a ghost the ghost got away there's the girl with a hole in her and here's me with a gun oh yeah it's i shot a gun and there is someone with a hole in their chest because the arrow also disappeared when... Ghost uh, arrow. Yeah, it's a ghost arrow. Yeah. So he's like, oh, they're going to blame me for this. Which, I'm like, mm-hmm. are they? Ghost arrows, even if the arrow's not in her anymore, arrows and bullets leave very different wounds. Oh, yeah. I'm <laughs> like, if you shoot someone in the chest, that's going to be way different looking than someone getting shot with an arrow. Also, they're going to find the bullet because presumably it went through the ghost and hit the grass behind him. Well, I mean, also... They're going to not find a bullet in her because it also didn't go through. They'd be like, 
oh, well, she doesn't have an exit wound, so it'd have to still be in there. There isn't a bullet in there. Yeah, so I dug out the bullet, hid it in the grass at a weird angle a few feet away after thoroughly cleaning it of everything but ghost Indian blood, uh, and then I got the air, got, also got rid of the arrow that this is clearly that kind of wound. You'll never catch me, cops. <laughs> but yeah, his plan was just like, I'm just going to say I saw the murder happen and I did not participate in it. Well, yeah, but for a hippie in the 60s, he's like, obviously, they're going to try and put me away. That's true. He's got a good point there. He'll be like, but I was just reading Daystar 81, the the common sci-fi novel of our time. And they're like, come along, beatnik. Eh, Beaty. Come on, you peacenik. <laughs> You're going to listen to lots of Strawberry Alarm Clock in the slammer. <laughs> Until we send you off to fight in the war, and then it's fortunate son for you. <laughs> With a brief montage of the monta- mamas and the papas after you die. <laughs> All these leaves, they're brown. <laughs> but the sky, it's gray. <laughs> uh, so yeah, she basically is there to tell them the rest of the story. And then she's like, well, anyway, thanks for listening. I got to go. And, you know, they're like, okay, yeah, well, hold on a second. I'll go with you. And Dean's like, but why? Well, murder time. Because it's murder o'clock. I can't just send her out to be murdered. And Dean's like, fine. I'll put some fucking pants on. But you better walk away, lady, before I ruin you for other men. Yeah, that's right. Mm. I've got delicious abs. (laughs) He's got them MCU jack abs. <laughs> Look, you could <laughs> you could take a slide down these cum gutters, okay? <laughs> Man, do people ever hate hate it when you say that term? I love saying that term because people hate it so much. <laughs> anyway, they follow her home, and wouldn't you know it? While they're following her home, they're being followed. Oh no! There's headlights in the rear view. It's funny because the headlights pull off pull off exactly one street turn before her house. Yes. And they're both just like, oh, good, never mind. Instead of either of them being like, that's even more suspicious, Dino. Which Not is really. I would have thought. They'd be like, they're, aren't they supposed to be like paranoid hunter types and it's like ghost night? You think they'd be like, yeah, ah. but none of the ghosts are driving. Yeah, they don't know. They know. They don't know that none of them are driving. First of all, several of them have to be driving because several of these people get killed in cars. Look, first of all, none of them <laughs> have been killed in cars yet okay fine one of them is killed in a car in this set of chapters actually he doesn't even get killed no, he in gets, the car. He, he gets, is out he gets of the out car. he gets out and runs before he dies but also this is <laughs> before we get the episode where they actually encounter a ghost car so until then they don't believe in ghost cars <laughs> oh so what you're saying is that for continuity purposes this book is forbidden from introducing ghost cars well yeah because you know the the first episode they see a ghost car they're like what it's a ghost truck? This is dumb. <laughs> well, that just means they didn't believe in ghost trucks. They did believe in ghost cars. Totally different discipline. You know nothing, <laughs> Jon Snow. <laughs> I know. Which one's the hot one? <laughs> sort of the Black Knight. <laughs> sort of. Yeah, he's the hot one, sort of. <laughs> not even in his own movie. Ugh. That movie's got, like, Brian Tyree Henry and shit. <laughs> Kid Harrington is not the hot one. <laughs> uh, but I'm I'm with them. If you're in a very small town and they're just like, yeah, we took the one main road that exists to drive her home mm-hmm. and someone is behind you for most of it and then turns off at one point, I'd be like, yeah, clearly. There's not exactly like you're in the middle of the city and someone's been following you forever. There's only one real street here. <laughs> I'm not with them. I think if you're in a ghost situation, you have to investigate every possible avenue of ghost situation. <laughs> But they drive, They uh, they get her home safe. They do. She yeah. gets out, goes home. They hang out for a bit just to make sure she actually gets in. But you know, yeah, we've meh. even we've even changed chapters at this point because the I think the first chapter just ended with her with Dean being like that was the, drive, the yeah. leave. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but then we get a montage sequence after that of people in cedar wells dying yes we get four deaths in a row uh which is interesting because it's very much a one of these things is not like the other scenario well yeah we get the first three i think yeah are all sort of the sympathetic killings where the ghost shows up and is like all right well uh i got shot in the lungs 
So I'm going to shoot this guy in the lungs is a cowboy. Yeah, and uh, the, the, the mom gets strangled. And as she's dying, she looks up and sees like a pioneer woman who's got bruises on her neck. And then the last one, probably the one that's worth the most talk. These two are just minor characters who get like one sentence of description. The third one is a dude working at a convenience store out on the edge of town. And he's kind of an asshole. So we get a little bit of his asshole perspective where he's like, "Eh, my favorite thing from working in this store late at night is that the only people who come in are drunks and they come in to keep being drunk. So they buy more alcohol, they leave and my favorite thing of all is when they forget to get gas and then they show up 20 minutes later still drunk but carrying a gas can yeah i gave him an accent i hope you don't mind that's fine and then also he is currently reading a uh a, a gossip rag about paris hilton's latest shenanigan that would shame any normal person or something yeah. would have humiliated anyone with common sense or a feeling of self-worth wow yeah, it was out of nowhere <laughs> just huge slam on Paris Hilton in this book. I mean, it's 07. That's I know. It's prime Paris it. Hilton bad years. I feel like that's just like right before the hottie and the naughty. It's not. <laughs> she, she was recently in the news again for being on like a can Paris Hilton cook. Let's find out show on Netflix. Who gives a shit? <laughs> Paris Hilton does. She's still trying to. I don't know. I, I, I got to be honest. I got nothing against her, but I don't understand why she's trying so hard to be famous. If I was that rich, I'd be like, fuck it, I'm just going to do whatever I want instead of being like, I'm definitely an actor. Keep putting me in things. Well, you know, you got to fill your time with something. I would. Plus, that oh, makes you I more money. My, I would fill my time with all kinds of shit, but it wouldn't heists. be that. Heists. <laughs> heists. Who can pull off heists better than a person who doesn't need to? Because they're already rich. Yeah, that's the whole thing, is when you find out that like, oh, this famous cat burglar is this wealthy art merchant you're mm -hmm. like yeah of course he is of course exactly because he's he's the indolent rich so many more heists i would use my heisting powers to put money into people's bank accounts and they wouldn't even know i did it heist i, I would steal their bank information <laughs> and then give them money man you son of a bitch i'm into my own idea you son of a bitch <laughs> Uh, yeah, so the first three people... Uh, oh, and he gets killed by the cavalry guy again. Uh, no, this is a different one. Different cavalry guy. Yeah, because it's another guy who is one of those cavalry soldiers, mm -hmm. but this guy is missing the lower part of his jaw, and mm -hmm. instead of a saber, he has a spear that he throws at this dude to take off the lower part of his jaw. Right, so, sorry, different cavalry man, different murder style, also a French and Indian War veteran, apparently from the same side of the conflict. Yeah, well, I mean, the other guy... Not French and Indian War. That's crazy. That'd yes. be way earlier. Excuse me. But the the big thing here is all three of those get killed in the same way that the other person got killed. And we sort of see that as well with the dude who was scalped, who was scalping people. Uh-huh. And the dude with the, with the sucking chest wound who, who kills people with an axe and tears their chest open. Yep. But now... But we also... I mean, before that, I also want to say we had the cavalry guy and... He didn't seem to have any particular chest wounds or anything, and he stabbed the other dude with his saber. Yeah, we didn't get a super close look at him, though. I think he's probably got a sucking chest wound from a saber stab, and we'll find that out when we actually get close to him later in the book. Though that would be weird, I'm going to say, because most of the other people look like they were killed by something from the other side of this war. Because mm -hmm. you're like, oh yeah, the, the cavalry man with the spear is like, that's a Native American spear, and he's just using it because that's what he was killed with. Well, presumably the dude in the parking lot was just a chump who got his, his saber taken away from him and then he got stabbed with it like a bitch. Hey, I like a chump. Hey. <laughs> I mean, you're, it could also just be that he got stabbed in the back by another, another cavalry man over a matter of $20 or some crazy thing. We're never going to know. Unless, they, unless they're going to start reusing ghosts anytime here. Oh, they will. Yeah. I mean, they use that cavalry dude twice. The, the, yeah, well, that's true. They do. Anyway, at this point, we get uh, a, a a falcon kills a dude in his garage. Yeah, there's a guy who's like, oh, I love working out in my garage. Mm -hmm. And even when it's wintertime, I still keep the garage door open and I just have a space heater pointed at me. And I live far enough away from anyone that using power tools isn't going to wake anybody up or annoy them. Yeah. So then he hears something while he's underneath his car and he's like, what is that? Some kind of owl flying here? And it is a red-tailed hawk. Yeah. So a hawk is is uh, flying around and he's like, get out of here, damn hawk. And then the hawk flies at him and uses his be its beak to stab this dude's eye out and kill him. Yep. 
Now, just uses his talons to rip into his neck. Uh-huh. Fucks his shit up. So he just gets hawked real good. A hawk, a hawk hawks him up. Oh, he gets hawked. Yeah. Now, the reason that I'm pointing aim out... Aim of hawk. Here's, <laughs> aim of some hawk. Uh, the reason we're pointing out that this is not like the other three kills, believe it or not, is not that it's an animal doing the killing compared to the three humans that did the previous kills. Rather... The animals who kill in this book clearly aren't doing it with any sense of ironic, sympathetic kill. No. They're not, the, the hawk's not missing an eye, although no. I would love it if the hawk had an eye patch. I mean, we did get a little bit of when the bear killed the very first guy, uh, when he was like, I'm going to go to the barn. Oh, wait. No, I got to run away. Like, he did smell of death, and there was a point where he kind of saw the bear being like half skeletal up. or whatever. Yeah. Like it had rotted. Uh, which it's still not the same thing as like it having a bear trap on one leg and a bullet hole in its ear or something. Well, yeah. Or if it just had an e like its back was riddled with arrows. Those are uh, although the problem with that is if you do that now you can introduce a bear <laughs> yeah. that kills you with a bow and arrow. Oh, exactly. <laughs> I'm like the animals, even if they got killed by someone, it's not like oh yeah, this hawk got shot out of the sky, but it's not gonna run around with a gun and shoot someone. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, translator's note means aim of Hawkeye. <laughs> Just like Cap. <laughs> this bear is stupid it is, and, and is uh, misassociating uh, th shooting arrows at people with Captain America, who does not do that. Um, uh, no, he meant his morals are just like caps. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, the animals are not conducting ironic punishment deaths. No. So now, now we've got a weird mystery on our hands. What's up with the two kinds of kills? What's up? With both animals and people. Also, there's a third animal that we haven't even mentioned yet, and it seems to just wolf kill people. So we have the wolf, and it like yeah. rip, it like rips cows asunder and so We've on. Got bear, wolf, and hawk so far. Yeah, and the the wolf is notably not ripped asunder. No, not yet. That'd be cooler though if it was. If it was like yeah, a it'd be pretty cool. Bunch of was. wolf chunks ro roaming around the woods, <laughs> murdering ah, cows. Ah, yes. If only there were floaty wolf chunks. <laughs> floaty Kill wolf them. chunks was my nickname in high school. <laughs> really, mine was Thumbcock. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! <sighs> Callbacks to things that weren't on Mike. Best type. Best type of joke there is. So we go over to Sheriff Beckett, who at this point, he's like. All right, we've just gotten a montage of a bunch of people dying, and he's like, yep. I saw that montage. <laughs> well, he's had people call in like, hey, here's another four people that are dead, and he's like, all right, well, I fucked up. I'm I the Jaws mayor. <laughs> oh, shit. I should have called for help beforehand instead of worrying about what it might do to the county's reputation and economic standing. Oh, the mall. I was so concerned about the mall I and its robot security guards. That chopping mall. Certainly they won't laser anyone to death and never <laughs> chop anybody. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he's he's like, well, I guess it's time to call in the DPS. Mm -hmm, We've mm -hmm. got enough tanks and healers. <laughs> got tanks and he well, all, obviously the townsfolk are currently tanking the damage. We need healers and DPS. Yeah, and he's calling in the DPS. I don't even know what DPS stands for. Department uh, of Park Services? Dr penis sucker <laughs> probably that although we, I, I, I don't know why he's not just calling him fat doctor like i do <laughs> uh i have no idea i know i want there's a to... comma in there by the way it's dr penis sucker sucker <laughs> wait your name is dr penis dr penis sucker <laughs> i want to look it up now i'm gonna do that while you start talking oh uh, sure okay so he wants to call the dps some law organization whatever and even already his secretary's like yeah good luck with that and, and he doesn't know why but he picks up the phone and dials the number he has for dps he gets that that you know your call cannot be completed as dialed please try again later tone uh the department of public safety ah sure okay uh then he tries the phone number for a detective in the dps he knows personally same thing and every number he tries including numbers that weren't for the dps at all same thing the phones are out. Yep. The phones are out, but in, in a modern way where they just go like, your call could not be completed as dialed. Well, it's specifically that... Oh, that one tone. It's, eh, no, eh, it's eh. specifically that they can't do long distance oh, because okay. they're still getting calls in from people dying. Right. They just can't call out. There's a bubble around the town of basically like, you can do local calls, but you can't get out. Well, the ghosts are pretty cheap. That's that's what it is. 
We didn't pay for long distance. <laughs> what am I made of money? No, I'm made of ectoplasm. You know what long distance cost in 1840? A lot. <laughs> Sending a telegram. <laughs> uh, anyway. And uh, it also is the same thing for their internet. They can't email anybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, nothing gets delivered. So there is something spooky happening. And honestly, the the one that would fuck me up the most is he tries shortwave radio and that doesn't work either. And I'm like, you know, it's one thing to say, oh, the lines are down or we don't have internet connection. But to be like, radio waves don't work now would fuck me up. I mean, ultimately, they're all the same in terms of spooky factor because it's not like the ghosts are going around cutting the lines. They, they just... But for a human, you'd be like, I can understand lines being down and someone cutting phone lines. Do you think he tried one of those GSM sat phones too? And that was like, no. Oh, they don't have that. <laughs> Of course he does. He's a park ranger in rural Arizona. He's not a park ranger. He's a, sh- He's a sheriff. He's a sheriff in rural Arizona. He still has one. No, he doesn't. <laughs> At least several people in town do, because they already live outside the range of regular cell service anyway. No, they have cell service in town. It's that... Uh, Sorry, people living Juliet on the outskirts. does of- not. Yeah, and, and plus every other person we've mentioned who's like, oh, I live so far away that I don't have neighbors. Yeah. There's been like three of those so far. Yeah, and they don't have that because they're just like, I'll just use my phone. The reason I live this far out isn't because I wanted to use a satellite phone instead of a cell phone. <laughs> I don't think they want to, but it, you have you one in case of emergencies. Fucking shit. <laughs> you know what you have in case of emergency? A shotgun and gumption. <laughs> and I'm all out of gumption. Mmm, <laughs> sweet New Orleans gumption. <laughs> Do they have that at Popeye's? <laughs> yeah, let's go to Popeye's, get some gumption. <laughs> Uh, so he's he's angry about this, and he pulls aside one of his deputies, a, a guy by the name of Trace, and he's like, listen here, Trace, it's an emergency, you need to get him one of our, our uh, Chevy Silverados or whatever, and drive like the, it's a Yukon, and drive like the wind, and you have to get to Flagstaff and warn them and bring me the DPS. Yeah, basically, we need you to go as fast as you can out of town and get outside of this bubble of no communication so we can get a message out. That shit is going down and we need help. Anyway, this works perfectly. And uh, let's move on to the next thing. Anyway, this works perfectly. Mm-hmm. Book ends. <laughs> he brings in the cavalry. They fight the ghosts and we're done. And that yeah. all happens in the, in the real cavalry epilogue. fight the ghost cavalry. <laughs> then the rest, that, that all happens right there. There's even an epilogue. And then there's like 15 more chapters and it's just the brothers fucking. It's, uh, it's really surprising. Yeah. Yeah. You should have bought this book. We have the only two copies. <laughs> you should have bought it. <laughs> You'll be looking for Witch's Canyon unabridged. and uh, all, all boy fucking, it says. Oops. Oops. <laughs> all brother fucking. <laughs> Oops, all brother fucking edition of Supernatural Witch's Canyon. Sell it to me. <laughs> well, I have some good news for you. Oops, you, the cops are after me. If you go to AO3, you're going to go ahead and get a whole lot of it. Yeah, that's fine, but I don't really want all that shit about dog dicks. Can I get like a regular no, brother fucking? Yes, clearly. Okay, good. You only know about that because it's the weird shit. There is just so much normal brother fucking. <laughs> Obviously, so much normal brother fucking. Just no, regular and you're right, old it's true. I only, I only really do follow up on the weirder aspects of, of uh, fanfic. Yeah. <laughs> Not everything is super hulock or dog dicks. <laughs> yeah, the only LOTR fan, uh, slash fic I like is when it's uh, Shadow Facts and Bill the Pony. <laughs> <laughs> They're so tender with each other. I don't know what everyone else is reading about. Uh, anyway. What's up? So Trace goes on his way and he's like, ah, oh, sweet. I'm going to be a big old hero. And I've always wanted to be a cop. I love being a cop. If there's one thing that's great, it's copping. That sheriff is the best and only lawman I've ever met. <laughs> I wanted to be a cop because of Sheriff Beckett. He's the best lawman ever, and I know because I've never left this town. <laughs> anyway, he doesn't make it out of town. <laughs> Da-da-da-da-da-da. Bugs. He, he is driving, and his car gets fucked up as he's going. Yeah, first of all, the engine just starts breaking in general. Yeah, it starts knocking a little bit, and he's like, all right, well... I'm sure it'll be fine. I'll just keep going, and hopefully I can, you know, get somewhere before this becomes an issue. Yeah, if this car wants to stop me, it's going to have to knock a little harder. And then it knocks a little harder, and so he pulls over. (laughs) References to the Cowboy Bebop movie for people. (laughs) 
great uh, fucking song. But yes, the uh, <laughs> the problem when he pulls over is then the bugs come. Bugs, bugs, bugs. bugs every ki- every kind of bug comes. Bugs Bunny comes. Yeah, uh, basically the uh, Temple of Doom scene happens, and he's all covered in bugs. And well, bu- not yet. Bugs First, are- he has to try and drive away from it. Yeah. I'm sorry. We can just, we can play the whole scene out. Bugs show up in huge swarms, and he tries to drive through the bugs, but that doesn't work because bugs keep clogging up all the vents and shit. Which is, I'm wondering, are these ghost bugs or are these real bugs being summoned by something because they are smearing up his, like, windshield such that he can't see? You'd think that they would eventually fade out, yeah, like all the other ghosts do. But again, I think there's a difference between the animals and the ghosts. I think the animals are being riled up by ghost business, and they're not themselves ghosts. I think there's ghost animals. You think it's both? I think maybe these bugs and maybe that hawk know, but I think that bear was probably a ghost. I feel like the wolf is probably a ghost, because it's, it's like bigger and weirder looking than a regular wolf. Maybe. Yeah. but but uh, And also the bear did disappear, but and a raven was there. Yeah. But I think these bugs is bugs. Oh, yeah. Unless uh, every one of them had a tragic death exactly 40 oh, years ago. All of them had a tragic death where 120 years ago they were splattered on i don't know one of those 120 year old cars <laughs> covered wagon <laughs> covered wagon going 80 miles an hour hell yeah <laughs> splattered i'm gonna speed run the oregon trail <laughs> fuck it hell yeah no stops let's go clock the wagon we're jumping the river fuck you them pilgrims better start flapping their arms oh uh, anyway, uh, bugs get him. They come through the vents and start stinging at him, and he tries to u- he use his hat to beat them off. Yeah, he does. Uh, and that doesn't work. Now they're just on his head. Eventually, he's, he crashes the car into a rock, gets out, runs away. But the problem with that is that now all the ground-based bugs can get at him. Yeah, before and- it was just all the flying ones, and now it's like, oh, you got spiders and tarantulas. And those are both spiders. I know. That's my favorite thing in that little description of the book. They're like, and out come the cockroaches and the ants and the spiders and the tarantulas. Hey, wait a minute. <laughs> and the rectangles and the squares and the rectangles. <laughs> the rhombuses. <laughs> All the quadrilaterals came out to play, and here I go lifting them. Uh, but Parallelograms. Yeah. He gets scorpioned. He gets mosquitoed. He gets natted. Anyway, at this point, he has one second to think, oh, it would have been nice to be a hero. Would have been so nice if I could have been a hero. Instead, I am now dead. Yep, the end of the book, except for all the brother fucking. (laughs) So next chapter, Dean held Sam with tenderness. (laughs) Rough tenderness. A rough tenderness that only a brother who's been on the road can have. Mm -hmm. They were exploring each other's stubble. It was stubbly. They rubbed stubble. It seemed as if a spark would happen, just like the spark that had already happened between them. Then they did 20 minutes of regulation butt stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Time up, regulation butt stuff. Morning, Sam. (laughs) Uh, No, this is when they get pulled over by... Uh, the punk kid. Punk kid who doesn't get a name. It's Heather's boyfriend, but we don't know that at the beginning. No, someone takes their car and does the whole, like, pull ahead and then screech and turn and take up both lanes, Mm -hmm. and they have to kind of, you know, fishtail and almost ram into this dumb idiot asshole. And there's black ice on the road, so it does not go well for them, but they're fine. Obviously, this book's not allowed to damage the Impala. I mean, you can damage the Impala. I know, they replace it from time to time. But the... The thing with this is when they described it like, oh, there was a there's some young person with a gun in the car. I was like, oh, is this going to be another hunter? Is that what he was doing? Like, oh, they they found a new one. Like the old man is a hunter and this guy's a hunter and there's a whole bunch of people trying to figure it out. Have they introduced other hunters besides the family in the first season? Yeah. Okay. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Really? Yes. Okay, great. Anyway, it's not a hunter. It's it's Heather's grumpy boyfriend who thinks that she went to their hotel room to get double teamed by the to get hooked on the brothers. Yeah. The this kid is like, "Oh yeah, I've followed Heather to here and watched her go into your hotel room and I saw you were only in your underwear." 
So I, I thought she was cheating on me, but now I know it was with you guys. Anyway, exactly the length of time it would take for her to tell one fairly short story later, you all left. <laughs> so obviously you had the best sex of your lives. It was, must have been like five minutes. I mean, I'm barely a college student, so clearly that is the best sex one could hope for. <laughs> would you guys do it like four times in there? Jesus. <laughs> Anyway, he thinks that he, yeah, he thinks that they Eiffel Towered her, uh, and he's he pulls a huge gun and levels it at them even as they're stepping out of the car. And, you know, they're just like, "Hey, buddy, you're a big dumb idiot." We didn't do that. That's not what happened. No. Also, why are you following around your girlfriend at like two in the morning? You absolute creep yeah and dean's like that's not a good way to establish trust in a relationship and he's like well i can't tell her because then she'd know i didn't trust her yeah she's going off to college and meeting guys and they're probably more interesting than i am well they're definitely more interesting than you are and better looking mm-hmm. you're kind of a shitty little dump of a human hung too have you seen college dicks <laughs> a lot of the guys at college drag on the floor for a couple inches buddy it's not going to go well for you. It's like, it's like a pill bottle, that dick. <laughs> you ever seen one of those D-cell mag lights? <laughs> like a fucking Coke can. <laughs> Just trying to make him feel bad. And none of them look like you, you scrawny, pimply... You think he's hooking up with us? Have you met the guy she knows at college? There's a reason his nickname is Fire Extinguisher. <laughs> Now, what's your deal? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> what's going on with you, buddy? <laughs> but no, they, they don't try and rile him up. Instead, um, Dean try, Sam tries to keep him busy while Dean tries to sneak up on him and get the gun. Opposite, but yes. Uh, fine, that, the opposite of that happens. The handsome one does everything. <laughs> yeah, Dean is talking him down while Sam is trying to sneak around, and then Dean just calls out, Hit the dirt! So mm-hmm. that... You know, so the Sam idiot, drops to the ground and, and this idiot kid who has no idea how to use a gun just sort of fires wildly, mm-hmm. which gives Dean enough time to, you know, launch over the uh, hood of the car and just tackle this kid. Just takes the gun and shoves him up against the wall. And the kid's like, oh, God damn it. Now what? You're not going to tell her I did this or my dad or anything, are you? Oh, this is my dad's gun. Can I have the gun back? That's great. Can I'm I like, hold the gun back. Dude, you just shot at these two guys that are clearly way better at things than you and have you pressed up against like your car door and they have your gun and for you to be like oh my dad wants his gun back i'm like you're the shittiest i mean we've really established that this kid is an absolute turd so it's not it's not outside the realm of of believability that he would immediately do that but dean's just like no dipshit you just shot at my brother and sam's like no you should let him have the gun there's (laughs) there's ghosts you should let him have a gun we know it won't do anything to Mm -hmm. ghosts but you know maybe he'll feel better for but what if there's also a murderer or something you know it it could be two things what if there's a bear and the bear's not a ghost (laughs) what if there's a bear and it's the bear who shoots bees at you (laughs) oh no bees of hawkeye (sighs) <sighs> what's up great <laughs> so so anyway they're like look kid just get the fuck up back to your house and stay off the road and keep i left one bullet in the chamber for you and get the fuck out of here yeah and <laughs> he takes off and uh we end with sam being like ha oh dean you giving advice on relationships and trust, mm-hmm. you piece of shit. Told you there was still a bunch of shit that was just hashing out the show crap where he's like, he's like, yeah, why would you give advice about relationships? You've ne- you barely ever had a relationship yourself. Hey, I've dated. I'm trying to do their voices, obviously. Hey, this is what you sound like. This is Dean, huh? I'm a cartoon dog. You got to hide me from the cops. Have some yogurt. It's bone flavor yogurt. <laughs> you thought we weren't going to do the callback this episode. Well, you were wrong. I did it earlier. <laughs> but he's like, hey, I've had relationships. They've gone great. Yeah, for like a month or so. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. The <laughs> life of a hunter. No, I'm sad. And I need a Dean snack. <laughs> That's my name for your dick, Sammy. <laughs> Uh, I wish you wasn't. <laughs> I wish you'd quit calling it that. I've told you a bunch of times, his name is Charlotte. 
That's confusing. It shouldn't be. Grow up a little. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I love that we end this on just some shitty teenager gets his shit pushed in and told to go home. And then Sam is like, ha, you suck at relationships. And that's the chapter. <laughs> And there's a whole thing where Dean's like, hey, we're great for short relationships. I'm good at dating someone for about three weeks. I'm great at getting in there, getting business done, and getting out. I'm going to do that to Heather now. I guarantee it. I'll guarantee it. Oh. Point and cut at me. I'm going to take her to Popeye's for the authentic <laughs> New Orleans experience. <laughs> and then there's a part at the very end where there's some awful joke about how they're great for date partners' life insurance premiums. Oh, yeah. Because hunters, of course are very short-lived. You don't la last long in this business. Mm -hmm. Only probably about 15, 15 years. 15 seasons and then a spin-off about your dad. <laughs> Which I read about recently. Oh, yeah. Well, that's a prequel. Yeah. Well, it's, it's a spin-off, but it is a prequel spin-off. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. Um, and maybe there... I think there's two... At least two backdoor pilots buried in the various episodes as well. Well, there's one about the girls. Yeah. The, the something sisters. Yeah. Uh, I forget the word. But anyway, yeah, and I think there's another one about the heaven and hell stuff that they they, they tried to the, get a backdoor pilot in there, and it, neither one of them worked. Yeah. No. I mean, I could see Jody and her daughters and that whole thing maybe doing mm -hmm. stuff, but honestly, it would just be, what's this? Oh, it's supernatural, but now it's all ladies instead of dudes, and so that's it. So it's charmed? No, because they aren't magic. <laughs> so it's charmed, but they aren't magic? <laughs> that's, uh... That's the whole thing with Charmed. <laughs> if you There's take... nothing else left there. <laughs> well, if you take away the part where they're magic, it's a story about three women who are friends. So it's like friends. Oh, they're sisters or something. So Charmed Without Magic is basically Powerpuff Girls without Professor X. Professor X? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Professor Utonium. Thank you for the reminder. And Chemical X. Chemical X, which he used to create the perfect little girls. Mm -hmm. Oh, no, wait. He accidentally... That got into his mixture for the perfect little girls, and it turned them into the Powerpuff Girls instead. Indeed. That's right. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm just now remembering the structure of the Powerpuff Girls origin <laughs> the, story. The, the opening the, of the, the episode. The convoluted backstory to the Powerpuff Girls about how he combined sugar, sugar spice, spice, and, and everything, everything nice. And Chemical X. <laughs> Thus the Powerpuff Girls were born. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, the Powerpuff Girls are currently planned to be a CW series about three adult women who are friends. Oh, I know. So it, they are very close to Charmed. Oh, have you read the, the shit about that? The shit about that show? Oh, my God. I was actually kind of excited about the cast they had for it. They had, um, uh, what's her face from uh, from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. That's gonna be That was going to be her next thing, Quake. Mm -hmm. uh, they also had Dove Cameron, who you'd remember as the main character from the... Uh, when we did Movie Mastery of Disney's Descendants. Uh -huh. She was the main character in that, and I thought that was a great casting for grown-up bubbles. I thought that was hilarious. Uh -huh. uh, but then, yeah, they looked awful. The show looked awful, and they, they canceled it. <laughs> and all of the stuff in there was like, I can't believe you fucked Fuzzy Lumpkins or some shit. Yeah, like, it was all that. Oh, God. And they, they pulled it. They didn't really cancel it, but they pulled it so they could retool it based on the fact that everything that had come out so far was bad. Yeah. Where they were like, oh, yeah, well, it doesn't have Mojo Jojo in it, but they have his hot human son. Also, there's some bits about how they murdered some different things and fucked different ones, and you're like, oh, please, stop. Yeah, just uh, don't do that. I mean, it, it, it wasn't official, but all the the uh, the, the fan theories that, that him was going to be in it as a, a uh, like, just a transgendered bartender who listens to all of their problems, and I was like, oh, that is so dead on accurate that I don't want it to happen. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's the end of the episode. That's the end of the episode. Uh, thank you so much for listening. We'll see you real soon with yet more content. And if you can't wait that long, why not check out our Patreon? That's right. You go over to patreon.com slash system mastery. You can support us at the $2 level, mm -hmm. and that'll get you a bonus content for this show, Expanded Expounded Universe, where right now we're going to go over to the Hunter Wiki, find out about some supernatural stuff, and then tell you about it. But we also have a giant backlog of dumb Star Wars nonsense as well. Speaking of giant logs, have you seen the fellas at college? <laughs> they take huge dumps. <laughs> huge dumps. Toilet cloggers. <laughs> 45 degree angle for the seat. <laughs> it lifts them off the toilet while they are dumping. How can you compete with that, you crappy little boy? 
<laughs> I bet your your turds are soft like a rabbit. <laughs> Terry around the edges. You lack conviction. <laughs> Uh, you you don't have a nice full-bodied poop. You don't have the shits of a man like we do. Our dad drilled how to shit into us. We have to use a knife to cut it up to, before we flush. We have to wait until it, car- it mummifies in our own bodies. Uh, anyway. Two dollars. Two dollars unlocks this. It unlocks all of the bonus content for System Mastery. And, of course, you can go up to the $5 level, mm-hmm. get you our monthly show Afterthought. It opens up TV Mastery. We just finished an amazing run on The Littlest Hobo. and Still we are available. About to start in on some SNCC. Yeah, if, you haven't, if you're not a $5 listener right now, uh, that's our next round of TV Mastery. We're going to do the opening lineup of SNCC. Oh, uh, it's so like good. The ni- I think it's the 1992 or 1994 opening lineup of SNCC, and I can't wait to talk about shit like Roundhouse and all that. Oh, yeah. And just, just go to town. This is going to be super great. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> we also, of course, have some special channels in the Discord for our patrons and a little extra for those who are at the $5 level as well. We also have written three books you can go and purchase now. Three of them. Three, one of them is only for pre-orders at the moment. It should be out this holiday season. It's a journaling guide. But we also have our joke book and our cocktail guide that have been written by our own human hands that you can buy off like Amazon. And like you can go to Amazon and buy shit with our name on it. It's weird. It's very strange. I'm even, uh, well, I mean, we are technically uh, neck deep in writing a fourth one right now. <laughs> uh, so, yes, please join us, won't you? And if you can't support us financially, of course, you can always, in whatever app or thing you're using to listen to this right now, just go in, give us a five-star rating, say, hey, these guys are great, Mm -hmm. I love listening to them. Try to write the review without mentioning Critical Role. You'd be surprised how hard that is for people. These guys are nothing like Critical Role. I get, we have like 10 reviews on various sites that are just like, check out Critical Role, it is a good AP show. I'm like, fuck you, they don't need the help. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> don't advertise for someone else on our review especially someone that's so bigger much bigger than us that, that, that they're just ma- orders of magnitude i don't i don't go on yelp to a mom and pop store and be like you should check out mcdonald's they're pretty good they have some deals <laughs> i listen to mcdonald's obsessively i'm ready to fight to the death to defend every stupid thing they do oh what did they accidentally fuck someone up well, that's not their fault. I bet McDonald's feels very bad about They're that. They're probably super sad. You've probably made them sad just thinking about it. <laughs> anyway, sorry for the derail. Please go leave us nice reviews. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you real soon with more content. Uh, until such time as we do, I've been Elan Sleesbagiano. And I've got a sneaky preview. <laughs>